Hello and welcome to the Mindset Coach Podcast, the show where coaches and coaches-to-be tune in to learn how to integrate mindset coaching tools and neuroscience-based techniques into their practice and grow and scale a coaching business they love. Each week, I'll be sharing easy-to-implement tips, case studies, and business strategies that you can use right away to transform your own mindset and the mindset of those you coach. I'm your host, Lara Young, founder of the Mindset Coach Academy, author of 52 Adventures to Change Your Life, award-winning business owner, coach, and coach trainer. Tune into this podcast each Friday, free on all the podcasting apps, and click to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And remember, mindset is everything. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Mindset Coach Podcast. I'm Lara Young, and this week I've been thinking about these words. You're meant to be the leading lady in your own life. Now, these words were, of course, spoken by Kate Winslet in the film The Holiday, and they've been resonating with me a lot this week. And, you know, obviously we can interchange the word you are meant to be the leading lady with you are meant to be the leading man. It applies to everyone, doesn't it? You're meant to be in that starring role in your own life. And yet I think so often we adopt the role of understudy in our own lives. We're not really taking centre stage. We don't treat ourselves in the role of a star, right? We don't treat ourselves in that way. And, you know, part of being a leading lady in our own lives is that we really have a role to play. We have a script to follow. We have a story that is unfolding. And so many of us just let that story of our life unfold without really thinking about what it is that we really want to have happen. And, you know, it's interesting. I think so often we can cruise along in life or we can just go along until something happens. Some situation occurs in our lives where we do take stock and we think, actually, what am I doing? Who am I? What do I even want? How do I want this one incredible life of mine to be? And for some people, it can be, you know, a situation where they may um, have a bereavement or they have some kind of change in their lives, maybe a change of job role. Um, There are so many different times in our lives which are kind of like turning points, becoming a parent, getting married. There are so many opportunities in our lives as we go through life where we can take pause and we can take stock and think to ourselves, well, what actually do I want? Why am I here? What does bring me joy? What brings happiness into my life? And the interesting thing for me is that, you know, I think I've had time recently to reflect on those words. Uh, You're supposed to be the leading lady of your own life. Um, I was at the hairdresser last Friday and I was sitting there at the hairdresser with my laptop on my lap and I was working. And this may resonate with some of you, you know, when you are a solo parent, a working parent, then there tend to be two kinds of types of time in your life. There is work time and there's family time. And so whenever I am in a situation where, for example, I'm going to the hairdresser, that still to me is when I'm at work time. The girls are at school, so I have got my laptop and, you know, I'll be doing some creating or responding to emails or doing something of that nature. 
uh, while I'm at the hairdresser. And I suddenly thought to myself when I was sitting there drinking my cappuccino and eating my biscoff biscotti, um, you know, what am I doing? I'm not, I'm not really in the moment here. I could really use this opportunity just to relax, to enjoy my cappuccino and to have a chat with my hairdresser and just to be and not have to work and not have to think and not have to feel like I'm having to fill every moment, every second um, with doing tasks so that I can, you know, then have time with my girls when they when they finish school each day. And that I realised that I need to be more effective at really ring-fencing these times that are just for me, that are nothing to do with my children, that are nothing to do with work, that are just me time. And what would the person in the starring role in my life be doing with those moments? And how would I ring-fence off time just to have things to do or not do depending on on where the mood takes me, um, you know, just to have things I enjoy doing and, um, you know, and to spend more time doing those things. I think when we start our businesses, you know, we have this perception that we will be able to define how many hours we're going to work and we want it to give, you know, have flexibility and freedom perhaps to be with our families. And suddenly what can happen is that, other things, um, other work, our business work uh, can take over. And so that we do have these two compartments of work and home life or work and family life rather than that third dimension, which, of course, is all about us and what do we want and time just for ourselves. Now, whether that time is to take up judo or learn Italian or go for a swim, sit and watch the world go by, Lay on the sofa and daydream for hours on end. doesn't matter what that me time comprises, like what, what's, what you do with that me time, but it's just actually having that me time, that time that you can just be and get into that starring role of living that life that gives you joy and gives you happiness. Now, I mentioned before that often in our lives there are these, these moments that serve as catalysts for change. Now, my, one of my significant moments, um, and quite a significant moment for this, was I was, it was 2006, and I was out for dinner with friends in London, and it was around about 10.30 at night, and we had just finished a beautiful meal together, had lots of chat, and I think some people had just come back from holidaying in Estonia, so we were talking, um, you know, about their trip, and, you know, drinking our Irish coffees. And my phone rang, my BlackBerry rang. And yes, those were the days when we had a BlackBerry and another phone, our personal phone and our BlackBerry. My BlackBerry rang, my work BlackBerry. And it was the CEO um, of the business that I was working for calling me from the States. And I didn't answer my phone. And when I went into work on the Monday, there was a message for him from him, sorry, asking me why I didn't return his call or answer his call at 10.30 on Saturday night. And my initial thought was, well, you've just answered your own question. Now, at this time, I was the global head of HR. So I was working in a very senior role with rather a lot of responsibility. 
and I was going into work. Very often I'd be at work at my desk before seven in the morning and some days I wouldn't leave till 12 or even later, 12 or more hours later. And I would go home and I had a flat in London and I would perhaps go to the gym and I, you know, travelled a lot as well uh, on the weekends, spent time with friends and family. And I kind of realised at that moment that unless something changed, unless I really took the time to identify what it was that I wanted to do with my life, then this was my life. This was my life. My life was you know, working in a senior job. And yes, I got paid a great salary and it was very stimulating intellectually um, and challenging and interesting. Um, Yes, great friends and did travel and, and spent time with my family in the UK. But really was that everything for me? Was that how I wanted my life to be until retirement? And so I actually realized that no, it wasn't. There were other things, there were other elements of my story that unless I acted then would never unfold. That that story of my life, the role, the leading lady role that I was playing in my life would be a completely different role than the role I really wanted. And that was, you know, the role of mother, um, the role of partner, the role of someone who you know, has freedom and flexibility. I had a yearning as well to do a lot more work in the area of personal development, to be helping people through, you know, working with retreats and coaching. I was doing a lot of coaching in the corporate world um, and a lot of facilitation and training. But, you know, to really help people to be their best, like define what they wanted and to run retreats. And so I actually resigned. I resigned from that role and I worked out my three months notice period. And during that time, I really spent time taking stock. Well, what was it that I wanted to do? How did I want my life to be? And if these were the things I wanted, then how was I going to make them happen? And I started my own business, my own consultancy business. So I went from global head of HR to running my own consultancy business and very quickly um, got a got a contract um, or a project to uh, develop a performance and reward system and to do some executive coaching work. And then I also set up my own retreats company and NLP training and coach training company. So it was brilliant. And it kind of, it, it just, it was a seamless transition really, with the exception that the very first Monday that I woke up when I didn't need to go into the office, I opened my wardrobe and it was full of suits, suits and gym gear, basically, maybe a couple of pairs of jeans, a couple of sparkly tops. But other than that, and I burst into tears. And I think the reason that I started crying was because I was like, my identity was so enmeshed and entrenched in my working identity, my identity at work, that there was no real reflection of me in my wardrobe, you know, with the exception of a couple of casual outfits. And that was about it. And my gym kit. So that was, again, like another nudge in the right direction, another wake-up call. And I think when you do start really thinking about what it is that you want to do with your life, then there are some questions that you really need to sit and ask yourself. And it's not like asking yourself these questions in a passing way and thinking, I'll think about it tomorrow. It's actually taking the time to spend time with a notebook, 
with yourself in a comfortable space, free of interruptions, to begin to ask yourself the questions that matter and to really let those ideas percolate and to dream big and to think, well, you know, what are all the different options? Now, asking the question, what do you want, on the face of it seems really simple, right? What do you want? But for those of you out there who are coaching and perhaps you've even asked yourself this question before, what do you want, what do I want, a lot of times our brains are oriented towards what we don't want. So I don't want to be single. I don't want to work in this job. I don't want to be poor. I don't want to be in this relationship. I don't want to, you see what happens? I don't want to be overweight. I don't want to be unhealthy. And so, and I've talked about this on another ep- on a previous episode, but the thing is when we think about what we want and we really do give it focus and concentration and awareness, it is really about getting to the heart of it at a, at a full sensory level, like making it a full sensory experience. So not just what do I want, but what does that mean for me to have that thing? When I describe that vision for my life or for my coaching practice or you know, for my relationship, whatever it is. It's really about bringing it to life in a way that goes far beyond setting a SMART goal. That really is about thinking about who do you want to be? You know, who do you want to become? What are the things that really you do desire, not because you think that's where you should be or what you should have, but because you have this really powerful emotional response, a really powerful and positive emotional response when you think about those things. So, and trying these things on by actually speaking them out loud. You know, I want X. See how that feels. I want to have a family. I want to be a mother. See how that feels. Try that on. That's certainly, you don't have to try that one on, but that's certainly the one that I tried on. And I knew that, yes, I wanted to be a parent and that very much that was part of what I saw my identity as, you know, being a mother and and having children. Um, And so that really helped me to kind of set that goal and that vision in motion for having children. And then I, you know, I did a lot of work identifying, well, what will I see What will I be hearing? What will I be saying to myself? How will I be feeling when I'm a mother? And to really build out this vision of what that was like for me in a full sensory way. So that it was a complete, almost like stepping into an embodiment of that vision. Want to learn more about how you can become a certified mindset coach? Head on over to our website, www.mindsetcoachacademy.com forward slash coach certification, and you'll find all the information that you need along with a button to book a call with me to talk about how you can become the best coach you can be. So when we do take stock and, you know, it could be for your business, you know, I am a successful mindset coach, for example. Well, what do you want? What elements of that have you got so far? How will you know when you are a successful mindset coach? What does the word success mean to you? What are all the things that you will see? 
What are all the things that you will hear? How will you feel when you are a successful mindset coach? What will you be saying to yourself when you've achieved that goal? And taking the time to actually write those things down and to notice what will the evidence be that you've achieved your goal is so powerful because when we're able to harness that power of our conscious mind and our unconscious mind in that recognition of this is how I know that I've achieved my goal, then our unconscious mind does this incredible thing. And what it does is it activates itself and it activates itself to pay attention to every single opportunity that exists to fulfill that goal, to fulfill that desire, to make that intention a reality. And so whenever we do bring to our conscious attention what it is that we want in our lives, our unconscious mind goes to work almost immediately looking for opportunities to make that happen. It taps us on the shoulder and it says to us, look, here's that training program or look, here's this information about, you know, becoming a mother as a single mother. Here's this information about this Italian class. And it does that. It taps us on the shoulder and literally orients us in the direction of those opportunities that perhaps we never had noticed before but were always there. And the reason we hadn't noticed them was because we hadn't identified or made that decision that that's what we wanted, that that's what we wanted to bring into our lives. And so it's absolutely fascinating the way in which when you do take stock and you do decide actually this stops now. Where I'm going and what I'm doing, the path I'm on is not going to be the path that is going to fulfill my destiny or help me to fulfill my destiny. It's not going to get me to where I want to be. It's not even on the right track to where I want to be. When you take stock, then the important thing is not just to decide that you're not on the right path. The important thing is to say, well, what path do I want to be on? How do I want things to be? How do I want to really know and and design this incredible life that I have? How will I design my fabulous future? And that was the name of my retreats business, by the way, design your fabulous future. Because you are in control and you are in charge and you can do it. And the first step of doing it, of course, is to actually Ask yourself, what is it that I want? Not what other people think I should have, not what other people say to me is expected of me, not what my parents wanted, you know, not what's expected for me if I've studied a certain thing at university and therefore I should pursue that as a career. But actually, fundamentally, what is it that you want? How do you want to be? Who do you want to be? And what are all the elements that you want to have in your story? Because the reality is that you do get to decide. And what stops a lot of people is that decision, is making the decision and taking the time to actually ask themselves those questions. You know, and sometimes when we ask ourselves a question, it can be a surprise. It can be a surprise to suddenly realise, actually, I don't want to be the CEO of another company. I don't want to 
get married. I don't want to travel the world. I don't want to own a house. You know, doing those things that perhaps people would say the majority of people do want, sometimes we think that we should want those too when the reality is that maybe we don't. Maybe we want to paint in a small rented studio by the sea. Maybe we want to go trekking in the Himalayas. Maybe we want to start our own business and work two or three days a week. Maybe we want to have a portfolio career doing a whole range of different things. Maybe we don't want to own a home. Maybe we see ourselves as nomadic, living in different parts of the country or different parts of the world. Maybe we want to buy a camper van and travel for a year and see where that adventure takes us. The thing is, there's no right or wrong, is there? There's only what is right for you. And when you do sit down and you think about what is it that you want, who do you want it for, why do you want it, what will having this thing get for you or enable you to do, what are all the reasons that you actually want it, what are all the wonderful things that having that thing will enable you to do, be or have in your life. Extend that thought pattern And I love mind mapping this as well, you know, starting with a central thought and then seeing what threads come off it. And as you ask yourself these questions, your unconscious mind also goes to work and it looks for parallels and it looks for other ways of achieving a similar goal. Because sometimes we have this one track mind, right? We think there's only one way in which we can achieve a certain goal. But often, of course, there's more than one way. There are many, many ways that we can have, for example, financial freedom or freedom from, you know, working in a corporate environment. There are many ways that we can become a parent. There are many ways that we can be in a relationship or that we can live our lives. And so, you know, the starting point is actually starting to think, well, how how do I want to feel? What is the role I want to play? What is that film called My Life that I'm starring in? And how can I be that leading lady or that leading man instead of an understudy or worse, a second understudy with a minor perhaps walk-on role? Maybe at the moment in your life you even feel like you might be like accidentally walking onto a movie set rather than being destined to be there (laughs) deliberately written into the script. So today I want you to think about how are you that lead in the starring role? How are you the lead in your own life? And what can you do to really step into that and to take control and to decide what it is? What part do you want to play? What does this incredible movie of your life look like, sound like, feel like? How is this experience for you? Because the reality is that you're not just the star, you're also the director and the writer. This week's adventure in 52 Adventures to Change Your Life is something I really wish someone would do for me and that is to babysit. So my question is, do you have any friends or family members with children? Because this week's adventure, crazy as it may sound, 
is to offer your services as a babysitter to those friends or family member. So maybe you can go and pick up someone else's child for a while and take them to a movie or with permission, of course. Um, Or maybe you can offer to babysit while your friends have a night out together, go out for dinner. Maybe you just give them the grace of time to be able to go and sleep for a couple of hours, particularly for new parents. Maybe go and take the baby for a stroll for a little while uh, while they rest. So how can you enhance your life and someone else's by babysitting? That is our adventure this week. And as always, just write down how you completed the adventure. Uh, What did you learn during the adventure? What will you stop, start and continue doing? And what you're most proud of? And I'm sure that when you do this, you're going to get lots and lots of joy. Um, And you'll also not just get the joy of spending time with a young person or some young people, but you'll also get the joy of knowing that you have given those parents uh, the gift of time and space so let me know how you get on and I'll see you next week bye for now well that wraps up this week's episode of the mindset coach podcast remember to join us next week for another episode and subscribe on iTunes leave us a review if you've loved it share it with your friends and I really look forward to learning how you're implementing the tools and techniques that you're learning here Mindset is everything.